Hello, and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast from Eastlake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Megan, and with me is our teaching pastor, Brent. Yes, it is. Hello, it everyone. Is, uh, it's Monday. Yay. It's record day. Yay. Yay. How are you, friend? <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. We uh, we were just talking offline. Yeah, offline. Uh, <laughs> offline. Right before we click play or record on this, she goes... <laughs> Hey, um, I think I want to be president. And you showed me your campaign. My campaign poster. Yeah, your campaign poster, yeah. which is good. I actually think you might have a chance. Yeah, so uh, this will relate back to the sermon, but Brent started with like requirements to be a president. And uh, the second one was that you have to be 35. Yep. And our good friend, my good friend and your good friend, Brienne, lean, who I was sitting next to at church yesterday, leaned over and goes, because I'm 36 and she's also 36. Leaned over and goes, we could be president. And I was like, I don't want to. And then she proceeded to spend the rest of the sermon making <laughs> making that graphic, making a, our presidential poster. So it's Bojan and Coglin, 2024. I wonder tagline. if there's an age requirement for a VP and if it's just the same or if it's different. Oh, I don't know. I don't know that either. I, I think had, maybe it's the same. I had one person come up. Uh, in between services. Oh, and t- yeah, because you, and the mystery third the one. correct answer. So yeah. if you did not listen to Sunday and for some reason you're <laughs> listening to this podcast, I said that there are three constitutional requirements or prerequisites to become mm-hmm. president. One is you have to be a natural born U.S. citizen. Even mm-hmm. if you are a U.S. citizen born abroad, it does not qualify. Well, okay. That's what I read. I don't know. Unless you're born on a military installation. Correct. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, would yeah, be, yeah. that would be considered their stuff. But yeah. Um, and then uh, two, you have to be 35 years of age. Mm-hmm. And then I said the third one is the most obscure. I, I don't recall ever having heard it. Yeah. And uh, I had a world, not world history, a U.S. history teacher come up <laughs> in between services and be like, it's this. What is it? Uh, well, that's say? what I was going to ask. I was going to ask if you... Know. Give me a, give me your best guess. What would be a third require, requirement? Well, okay, I don't I don't actually know, but Mallory, who was the other person I was sitting next to, uh, who formerly used to record on this podcast, yeah, yeah. leaned over after you'd started talking about something else, and my brain had moved on. Yeah, leaned over and goes, "I think it's health, something with health," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> nope, it has nothing to do with health. <laughs> Uh, it has nothing to do, as one person guessed, it has nothing to do with treason. Is it like land ownership? Nope, not oh, okay. land ownership. I don't know what it is. It's actually somewhat closely related to being a natural-born U.S. citizen. And the last and third is uh, it like constitutional no... requirement is that you have had to have lived in the in for the last 14 years in the U.S. Oh, okay. 14 years, which Got is it. kind of an interesting... What, what's up with that number? Like in five or mm. 10, I kind of get... Even 12 is kind of obscure, but I get there. But 14. Yeah. I don't know if, if when they made the rules, there was somebody who's like, oh, they just moved here 13 years ago. And the guy's like, I'm going to screw this guy. <laughs> this guy's screwed. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, you have to have lived in the 14. You can't uh, have lived. Yeah. Above. So you can't have, you can't be like an expat and just have moved back. Correct. Yeah. Got yep. it. Yep. Got it. Got it. And that's it. Interesting. Yeah. That's really cool. You don't even have to be a male, as as what we talked about. <laughs> Brent Although, also made a horrible joke before we pressed record. <laughs> I, I said I almost did. I almost did on Sunday. I said uh, the third requirement is that you have to have a penis. Yeah, and, <laughs> which honestly would have probably gotten a pretty big yeah, laugh. Yeah, like half the no half yeah. the room would have been like, no, oh, that makes sense. I was thinking about the numbers. <laughs> Forty. <laughs> I would have laughed, like sure the you groaning would laugh. You would have. I would yeah. have been like, "There's Megan's laugh." Were you in second? You were in first. Service. I was in first, you went to service, first service yeah. this week, which was kind of interesting. Yeah, I was like up and at him and immediately to front get it row. Over. Well, second row, but I could still see them. I can't see very many rows because of the lights, yeah, but I uh-huh. can see like first and second row. 
uh, our good friend Dutch, uh, yeah. Julian Dutch, Dutch pulls out his phone immediately after I say that. <laughs> and and I, I literally stopped. I'm like, hey, hey, I said no looking at phones, yeah, you no did. cheating. You were like, no Googling. No Googling. <laughs> and he pulls up a flip phone and says, it's not even, a f- I'm not looking it up. I can't. I physically can't. And I said, well, your punishment is that you have to own a flip phone. So that's Was that doing second enough. service? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty great. So, yeah. uh, yep. That's I, fun. uh, only one person. So I only one person lunch, which isn't too bad. That's that is pretty a, good. That's, that's pretty, pretty good. Deal. Yeah. Somebody do they want to... to have lunch with you? No, absolutely not. I said, I'll, I'll take you lunch. She's like, no, no, please. I don't. I'm very busy. I'm booked through August. Said, is no, what he thank said. you. I said through August, not a single day before you're August. You're a teacher and you're booked through August. Yeah. He has three months off in the summer. He's like, I just can't squeeze you in. <laughs> Um, let me look. Yep, full. Just so uh, I'm trying not to take offense. I I imagine he's still grading papers and doing finals and everything uh, else. Oh my gosh! And, you know, yeah, takes, yeah. You do that well into takes the summer. like a week off right yeah, before uh-huh. school starts yep, back up yep. and is that's very much definitely typical of yeah. teachers. <laughs> very typical of teachers. <laughs> yep. Last summer, I left on the last day of school and I did not come back until I was contractually required. To. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I get that. There's no shame uh, in that. I mean, I also was working. I was like doing my summer research stuff, but yeah, I was did not go to that building once. Yeah, the whole summer. Mm-hmm. It was good. great. That's awesome. I plan on doing it again. <laughs> I love it. Any uh, any any big exciting things over the weekend? No. Oh, I went to yeah. Um, I went to my friend's kid was in the ACT and oh, you went uh, to a play. play. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? It was really, really cute. So they did um, like two stories of Magic Treehouse. Yeah. Are you familiar with Magic Treehouse? Uh, that's the school bus one where nope. they uh, misses that's whatever the, the wheels school bus. bus. <laughs> okay. Nope. Then no. Okay. So it's it was a book series and it's like a it's a treehouse in the forest and like if you open a book and like wish to go there the treehouse will like take you to that place. Mm, it's a portal. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I read it. I remember reading one. The only one I remember reading was like Dolphins at Daybreak. Um, and that's because dolphins were my favorite. I was obsessed with dolphins as an elementary school child. Um, and but anyway, this one was dinosaur and pirates. It was a dinosaur story and a pirate. So the first act was dinosaurs. In the second act, they went to like a pirate place. But my friend, uh, one of my like really good friends, their kid uh, who's like in third grade was in the play. So she's just like on an ensemble. She was like a baby dinosaur. She's like the youngest in there. Um, And she was really, really cute. I could tell she was really tired um, because it's like late performance. Well, yeah. And Friday was the start of their second weekend. So she's had like two weeks basically of staying up like an hour past her bedtime every single day Um, and lots of performances. Um, So she like visibly yawned at one point during the show. Um, But she also did really great. It was really, really awesome. She spotted me and my friend Annie who went right away. And got, we got a big smile. And then like after one of her songs, I cheered pretty loud. And I could tell she heard me because I got some side eye. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's Megan. <laughs> you said that was ACT, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I used to be a f- far more plugged into that because Anne, yes. who runs ACT, is mm-hmm. the uh, artistic director or whatever you want to call it. she's the executive director executive, now. Right? Yeah. She, she was moving towards that yeah. and uh, w- used to work here at the theater for me. And mm-hmm. she's awesome and does a great job. And I, when she was here, I would... 
be more informed about what they were doing and, and camps. And I took Jovi over or London over to a, like a week long summer thing. And they did a Harry Potter deal. Like they just did one week of practices and then performance. Like and yeah. it, obviously it was, you could tell it was kind of put together and whatever. Uh, but uh, it was great. It was so yeah. fun. They're doing awesome stuff. So if you have a kid interested in theater, be sure to check yeah, them out and for sure. My it's friend's a cool kid, resource for the community. Audrey, like that's what she did this summer. She did a week camp there and like loved it and so like as a family they agreed she could try out for like one show when it opened and they don't typically let third graders in that's like usually it's like fourth and up is um what they do but for the show for some reason they like extended it to third down to third graders um so she, yeah she auditioned and she got a part and she did great um uh, i think she's like very dramatic and loves that kind of stuff anyway so um I mean, you know, after she recovers from the tiredness, I think that there will be more theater in that family's future yeah. for sure. That's good. Yeah. I also saw some theater this weekend. Oh, yeah. But it was more like a one-man theater yeah. sort of production deal. <laughs> uh, we had Scott Erickson in the in town at the theater on Friday night, and it... I didn't know exactly what we were signing up for. I knew I liked him as an artist. I'm sure it's kind of like one of those things. He seems like a great guy. So whatever it is, I'm sure it's going to be great. That's what I was telling people. And they'd be like, what is it? And I'd be like, I don't know either. Like, let's just all show up at seven and have fun together. What do you say? And, uh, and so it was like him walking through a PowerPoint presentation that was part Ted talk, part sermon, part Mm -hmm. reflective, part theater, like guerrilla theater, sort of like him acting into some things, incorporating some humor, getting some people in the audience to kind of like play along, stand up and say something. Like at one point, somebody stands up and critiques him and says, this is like bull crap and get out of here. You don't know what you're talking about. And Kylie was like, do I need to go say something? I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's a part of that. And sure enough, he's like, Scott, as soon as this guy gets done talking, he goes, and that's my greatest fear is that somebody would stand up and say... I am more educated than you and you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And in front of me, in front of every all of you at this time. Right. And so then he goes into greatest fears yeah, and yeah. it was super, super fun, super good. Um, he let us know that he did a he filmed this back in November and they're gonna be releasing it on YouTube for everybody. So he's like closing the show basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like a comedian has like a set, they go yep. do a tour and then yep. they close the set and they don't do it ever again. Yeah. Um so he's doing that and uh then he's gonna be coming up with another one. And I was like, Well, get back here and let's do this again in a year. Yeah, so, it's, so. I was kind of bummed because it's definitely something I would have enjoyed going to, but I'd already like committed to yeah, going yeah. and seeing my, the play. And so anyway, we had a great turnout. Uh, it was awesome. A lot of the East Lakers there, which is super fun. It had a very ethos, East Lake ethos in terms of like his style and mm-hmm. uh, I think who was represented there and all of that. So um, yeah, it was really, yeah. really cool. And we got to hang out afterwards, him and I and a couple other people. Um, we tried to, well, we went to Daisy Ranch across the way behind here. Uh-huh. I, um, the owner is in a, uh, like a BID HOA group with me. Uh-huh. And so I messaged her and I was like, Hey, I got some friends. They're here. He's performing on Friday night. We'd love to hang out afterwards. Can we grab a table? Can you reserve us a spot at your bar thing? She's like, absolutely. Right. And, uh, so we walk over there and, I didn't know how popular it was. I'm I've not like never a, even heard of not it. Not like a, I'm not, this might surprise you, Megan. <laughs> not a bar Not ho- a hopper. big bar hopper clubber. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, I show up, there's like 40 people online waiting to oh. get in. And this place is just boom, 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 pounding Whoa. music, right? So, and she meets us outside and she like walks us through. It felt very VIP. As <laughs> as VIP as That's you can like, get in North Richland. Which... I, I get that it's North Richland, guys. <laughs> I totally understand. It felt, it still felt pretty good. 
Which totally plays into like your personality. I bet you were loving it, weren't oh, you? Eating it. Uh, <laughs> walking past everybody. Oh, sorry. You're having to stand? Oh, well, let me go get to this table over here. She gave us the, the tables, like, probably closest to, like, the whole scene, basically. Yeah. Like, there's, uh-huh. like, this dance floor slash DJ. They can't legally have a dance floor, so it's just a floor uh-huh. um, <laughs> that people happen to dance on. But anyways, that's another side story. Uh-huh. Uh, and But unfortunately, what we realized while we were there is... Um, you couldn't actually have a conversation. Couldn't have a conversation because yeah. it was so stinking loud. And that's what you really wanted to do. And that's what we wanted to do. <laughs> and... I, the, we were close to the oldest people in the building, (laughs) if not the oldest. It was very much, I'm looking around going, don't you guys have school? Like, like. It was Friday. (laughs) I know. I I don't know. Like Saturday school. Is that a thing? Um, Uh, Are they not checking IDs? What is happening here? You know, we do have a, uh, like, I mean, it's not huge, but we do have like a branch of a university in Richland. Yes, I, I, I get so. it. And that's probably true. It just r- was a reminder of, wow, I'm, my watch is like buzzing the whole time being like, get out, get out. Your eardrums are going to hurt forever. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You don't belong here, old man. You don't have enough cilia in your ears Denny's. for this. <laughs> get yeah. yourself to Is that where you went? Nope, no. Nope. Oh. We walked up to Uptown Bar and Grill and uh, it was okay. far more our vibe later. Now, that's not to say that Daisy Ranch wasn't awesome. It was. Yeah. I don't want to downplay it. Uh, Christina's doing great work there. And yeah. if you are 21 to, through like maybe 30, 35, uh-huh. Uh-huh. like you probably dig it like crazy. Yeah. The line for the uh, mechanical bull was super long. <laughs> I, I honestly, I wish our table was over by there, not just because it would have been quieter, but the, it would have been way more the entertaining, entertaining yeah. of uh-huh. like all these people being like, yeah, I got this, right? All these guys showing off for whoever they came with. <laughs> that would have been the best. I would have loved that. I love that kind of stuff. So. Rain check on that. Go back. The food is great. It was fun. Oh, it was great. Super good awesome. Vibe. And uh, and Scott was fun to hang out with. Cool. Too, so. I'm glad it was good. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, what else? Oh, I was going to bring up uh, something else on, um, on uh, oh gosh, what else did we, oh, I, I watched, uh, <laughs> I kept watching uh, Harry Potter with my daughter the other oh. night. Like last night, we, we are, we're, um, we're getting close. We oh, just okay. finished the sixth one. That's exciting, I guess. And we are now past the point. In which she's read the book. So I'm oh. watching her watch things happen for which the first daughter? time. Jovi. Okay. L- London's already read them yeah, with yeah. Kylie and watched all the movies, but I'm watching this for the... I've never watched all the movies, and so this oh. is her and I both. You know what? I'm not sure I've ever watched all the movies, but that's because I get feelings about them when I watch them because yeah. I've read the books so many times. Yeah. And but. this was over Christmas break that we decided... I. I, you know, you have high hopes and anticipation to be like, we're going to watch all seven of the, well, I know there's eight, but seven of those Yeah, all whatever. of the, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and we got like three done. And so now it's been kind of like slowly trying to keep more of it. Yeah. And getting, they keep getting longer. This yeah. movie was like two and a half hours long. It was a long one. And, um, and I don't want to like give it away, but, uh, well I do. <laughs> it's been a long time. So like deal with it. Dumbledore dies in this one. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And the sixth one. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm looking over at her when. No. Dumbledore dies, yeah, in the sixth one. Sorry. Yeah. I got lost track of what I was doing. So when he gets either pushed out the window or I don't know if there's a spell that well, kills him. Yeah. I don't know exactly well, know how that. it's the killing spell. It's okay. a killing spell. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, he gets hit with the killing spell. Okay. Uh, well, in the book he does. I don't know how they play it in the they movie. They say Snape says something, yeah, but he I says, don't know. He says the it, killing spell. But he spell. also falls from a window, so you're not yeah. sure. Because he's standing on the parapet, so he gets hit with the killing spell, and then he falls out oh the God, window. Oh, my God. This is getting way too deep. I All I meant to say was... 
one of her beloved characters dies, and I'm over there watching her as her parent trying to be like. Was she crying? No, but oh. I kept trying to ask. Well, she deflects a uh, lot. Like so, uh, in the water scene where they're like underground in some sort of a water thing during and during the golden during the Triwizard Tournament. No, 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 no. In this in in this movie, there's they're in like a pit and there's like things that are trying to kill oh. them in the water. And she kept being like, I, I kept being like, what do you think's in the water? Because there's obviously something in the water that's about to reach yeah. up and grab them and pull them under. I can't remember that part And of it. she's like, I bet it's a shark. And I'm like, it's not going to be a shark. Like that's, <laughs> But that's her way of being yeah. like, let me use common things yeah. that I know that are dangerous <laughs> in the water as opposed to, I think it's like a weird demonic skinny being of yeah. sorts. Like now part I can't human, part what, whatever this what thing is. What part that is. Anyway. I don't know. Um, and so then I, so I looked over and I'd be like, what do you think happened to Dumbledore? She's like, I think he got knocked out. I think he's <laughs> unconscious. I think, do you think, I, do you think he dies? Cause I, I knew that he died from yeah, other uh-huh. things. And she's like, man, I don't, I don't think so, but maybe, you know, yeah. like trying to her, have her process yeah, through yeah, what yeah, she yeah. wants to happen, not to happen or whatever. Yeah. It was very, very interesting. So it's sad. I cry at that part a lot. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. There's like two parts of Harry Potter that get me almost every time. The first one is in the fourth book after Harry comes out of the like cup after like after Voldemort resurrects and he's like emotional and all that. And then Mrs. Weasley gives him a hug. Yeah. And that's when he like really loses it. Yeah. And that gets me every single time because like, I guess it's probably because this is like really deep Harry Potter or whatever. But, um, I, I know that feeling of like holding it together, holding it together, holding it together until your mom is there. Yeah. And then you don't have to anymore. Oh, totally. Right? Yeah. Because because you know she will. Right. And Harry's never had that before in his life. Yeah. But so to experience that for the first time. Anyway, so that always gets me. And then the other one that gets me is like them mourning Dumbledore, like during that time when he Yeah, dies. when they hold up their wands. Well, and, and like, no, like when Harry realizes he's dead. Oh, got it. Yeah. Like yeah. that moment in the book, like that gets me every time too. I always read it blurry eyed. Like yeah. <laughs> never read that clear eyed. <laughs> Clive's notorious for that too. Fall, do something, skin his knee, and be like, "I'm fine," like, like quivering. Yeah. But you can tell <laughs> as soon as he gets alone by himself or whatever, it's gonna yeah. be just waterworks yeah. everywhere. And or for me, as soon it's, as mom talks, yeah, as mom like, talks, yeah. yeah, yeah. For me, it's always people. Like I can hold it together if I'm by myself, but if someone I trust comes and is like, "Hey, what's going on?" Like you experienced that right after the pandemic and everything closed, you called me like right after that happened and you were the first like trusted person I spoke to Yeah, and I lost it on the phone with you. I was yeah. like, oh, it's okay. And yeah. you're like, okay, Megan. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I just have a really bad cough over here, but I, I yeah. think I'm going to be fine, Megan. I think I'll, I'm, everything's kind of closing yeah. in, but I think I'll be good. No, you were offering me like, you know, genuine like help. Yeah. Um, so I appreciated it. But oh, okay. anyway, yeah. yeah. So that's always I, mine. You know what's funny is I was this, is, and we're going off on sidetrack again. But <laughs> I was listening to a Spotify podcast today, and it kicked back to an episode of Smartless. And but I, it wasn't like the next episode or the newest episode. It was mm-hmm. just a random episode, and it was Jennifer Aniston in the heat of COVID. So like she's like, he, they keep asking her. Um, you know what? What are you doing to stay busy? And well, I'm not doing any work right now. And I didn't, I didn't, but I didn't make the connection as to what oh, it was. Like, uh-huh. why is it Jennifer Aniston out of work? Like, yeah. please, are you kidding me? She's like one of the best. 
And then I realized, I looked at the date of it, and it was like May or, or April of 2020. And, and you're I like, was, oh. And I was like, it took me back. It was yeah. like, as, as I listened to the podcast keep going, I was like, oh, that's right. Like, our whole vocabulary was like, I was like, I got to get out of this episode. This is just depressing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to listen to this. Plus, it's like information that's two years or four years old yeah, now. Yeah, four years old. Yeah. How's yeah. that movie? How's that show? And you're like, what movie is that? I don't remember yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, All right. Let's jump into let's do uh, it. To, uh, on Sunday. We continued our series part four of a five part series called Per My Last Email. It's a series on grace. A um, little bit more of an overview. I did talk about a specific character, but because he and she was not named uh, in this, it was just a uh, a sinner, a tax collector in the temple trying to pray, being compared uh, or looked at by a tax collector, or I'm mean, sorry, by a Pharisee. Um, it, you know, perhaps felt like a little bit more removed in that way. But just kind of an overview of grace. We walked through the genealogy of Matthew, um, him including some some dark family history, as I think not trying to necessarily... Uh, validate uh, the truth of it, because I, I know I've, I've spoken about that before. I do think that some of the gospel writers include some pretty um, unique details about like the apostles and don't, don't draw them in a great light all the time. And I therefore I think that that's actually validation for their veracity or for their truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think that that's the point of Matthew. I don't think that that's why he did it. Because even in that, I didn't mention it in the in the in the talk, but even in that genealogy, it's not really an accurate genealogy. Mm. Um, there are more gen- there there were more generations than forty from uh, from Abraham to David and forty from whatever. Um, it's not the timeline. He excludes a, gr- a large number of people. He's trying to make a point. He's mm-hmm. using like numerology to kind of say it, and so. Uh, his inaccuracy is not does not validate like oh no we really truly believe this it's definitely more Jesus is in the vein of mm-hmm. this um, and then to include if you're going to do that if you are going to be selective then why would you be selective yeah. about these mm-hmm. that's the bigger mm-hmm. pin, the bigger point Wait, um, which is the point he's trying to make right because because yeah, yeah. Matthew has a goal for what he's going to write I Correct. need you to see Jesus as this person. Yes. The first thing you need to know is he is in fact Jewish. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and his goal is to see the whole world come to know God the Father, mm-hmm. to know the grace of the Father, mm-hmm. and which is why he ends his gospel in the way that he does. And even even though it is the most Jewish of all of the gospels, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Luke is written to Gentiles, so he explains things more. Matthew uses Jewish symbology more. He yeah, well, his audience is a Jewish audience. Audience is Jewish audience, but he his, also needs them to know, like Christ isn't just for you. Correct. Yes, hundred percent. I like you need to let these other people in. Yes. And here are instances in Jesus's genealogy where God let non-Jewish people in. Yeah, where where Luke is his audience is a guy, somebody named Theophilus or a group of people like known or, you know, mm-hmm. in outsiders to the faith a, a lot of times. And John, same thing. John is writing to a Greek audience. That's why he's mm-hmm. saying the, the Logos came down and made himself known, right? He's using imagery that average people would find. Sure, Jewish people are probably going to be there, and the church was filled with Jewish people early on. Um, but it would have been Matthew's talk that would have been like, all right, this one's for the home teamers a little bit. And we talked to the home teamers differently than we talked to outsiders. Mm-hmm. And if you came to our state of the church a few weeks ago, um, our leadership team, what I talked about was more 
personal to, you know, some of the details about the business side of church that I wouldn't talk about on a Sunday because I know, because that's not the right spot for the audience to be, right? So anyways, mm-hmm. what were some of your takeaways? Um, I had a question. Did you pick the Old Testament stories that you did because you knew you were going to talk about the genealogy? Um, yeah, okay. it's <laughs> yeah, obviously they show up in there. So yeah, that makes, yeah. and I, I think the benefit of it was it, it does tie it, it all together a little bit. And then the fact that if you're going to highlight the obscurity of them, let's talk, let's, let's lean into that yeah. and, and mm-hmm. really speak to that. So yeah, absolutely. And then the other thing I was thinking about was, um, at the end you had the line, um, where was it? No, I can't find it. Oh, the self-righteous chased sinners away and their own shame kept sinners running. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I liked that line. I didn't like hear all, full confession to everybody out there that I ended up leaving because the wind was super loud and I was you like, what's offended. going on? Yeah, no. Um, and, but I liked that line a lot of um, like, yes, you can be chased out of an institution by people in there who are not great, but there's also a point where you keep running yep. away. Right? Yep. 100%. God, like God is not that part. Like he's like, Hey, wait, I'm still, hi, excuse me. Yep. Um, and so as you like, there's, there's your choice in it as well. Yep. Like it's not just like crappy people, which there are crappy people everywhere. Yep. And they can definitely like turn you away from a place or a moment. Um, but you can also choose whether that keeps you running away. Absolutely. Yeah. And that one does not get as much airtime as the other one. I mean, yeah. everybody has, I got burned by the church stories, right? Yeah. Or everybody knows somebody that has, and you're going, I get it. I yeah. got burned by McDonald's once. They didn't give me my sauce when I got my fries. <laughs> I was so mad. I was through the drive through I got all the way home, and I didn't get it. You know what I did? I still went back to McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I still go. Not today. Um, I got to, like, buckle down a little bit. But, but uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I liked that part too of like there's there's multiple levels of uh ownership to be had yeah. in those situations. Yeah. That's good. Anything else? Oh, that was all okay. I really pulled away. From. Good. Uh let's jump into our something let's interesting. Do it. Want to? All right. Uh you opened, so I, I get did. to go first. Mm-hmm. I am excited for another opportunity to go to a movie theater. Oh. Uh I've not been to the movie theater since Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. And I am kind of the kind of movie theater goer where it has to be epic and it has to be something that I really want to see on big screen for me to want to go do it. If it's like, oh, this is a comedy, this is a rom-com, this is a, even like a drama, even a whatever. I'm like, I don't know, man, it's free. I know it's going to be free on Max here in like a few <laughs> weeks. And, the, and that time frame has gotten so much shorter too yeah, that uh-huh. I just, I'm I'm less and less motivated. But I do, when I do go to the theaters, I still enjoy it. I like the night out of it. I like the specialness of it. And so I just need a good excuse to go do it. And this weekend I get one of those ex- Ooh, excuses. I'm excited. Uh, Dune part two. Is ah, out. okay. Okay. And I. Have you seen the first freaking one? Freaking loved the first one. Oh, okay. I haven't actually seen I the first one. I did not grow one. up with Dune. I did not. I mean, th- I, it was one of my favorite Sega Genesis games, but I had no idea that it was like a book series and like there was a really crappy 80s movie made a- about Dune. Um, <laughs> I think I knew about the crappy 80s movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty famous, actually, now, yeah. that, now that it's out. But uh, the remake, then I, I had high hopes for the first one and I watched it and my hopes went even higher. I was like, this is so good. This is what we absolutely needed the backstory i i also had read the i read the book prior to the movie coming okay. out which also which makes it helpful uh-huh. but the movie 
again, it's part one. And so it was really only halfway through the book. And a lot of the fun activity stuff is in the second half. Like they set so much uh of the stage uh for the first one. And if that one was an A plus, like I'm just like, I'm just so excited. I hope you're not like overhyping it for yourself. I don't think I am. Okay. I don't think I am. Well, I'm so excited for you too. Are you not a dune? Are you not going to? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen the first one. So I don't know. Yeah. I just like, I'm not a huge necessarily movie person. Like the list of movies that I haven't seen is ginormous. So The beautiful part about this is it's sci-fi and it's universe driven, but it's not like which I do like those ki- I do like those kinds of yeah. movies. So it's not out of my like realm of enjoying. I yeah. just haven't ever like I just didn't ever see it. So. Yeah. And and it has structure. So like you mm. kind of know it, but it's but it feels original. Like that's been the problem I think lately is all we're getting are remakes. Mm-hmm. Which this offshoots. is technically a remake. I know, but it doesn't <laughs> The the original story of it was so yeah. unique and original um, that it doesn't feel like that. If that makes yeah. sense. Okay. Yeah. So I haven't been this excited about a movie in a while. You look I, excited. I was, I was super excited about Oppenheimer. I'll be I'll be honest with you because I did I, I always love anything to do with mm-hmm. Manhattan Project stuff, but just mm-hmm. because of the tie to our community and all yeah. that stuff. I just thought that that's I know that's gonna be awesome. But yeah, um, yeah I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Yep. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, do you know what Thursday is, Brent? Thursday. Let's see. This Thursday is a leap year. Yeah. yeah. Thursday is leap day. Yeah, leap day. Uh, every four years, we get an extra day. Which we means, follow Kyle the and Gregorian. I were talking about this. If you are a salaried employee. Oh, yeah. You, you get... are working for free today. <laughs> or That's that day. true. Um, Just to be depressive about it. No, well, not if you're a teacher, because we get 180 days, like... That's the injury five, I guess. Okay. Um, if, but other than teachers, if you are a salaried employee <laughs> and you make X amount of dollars a year, then Thursday is, <laughs> I just take it. So, uh, didn't take a personal day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just thought that that was a unique uh, feature of it. Yeah. It's also, if you are a landlord, this is free rent day for all of your rentals. Or if you pay, if you pay rent, this yeah, is a free, free rent day. Yeah, free rent day. Uh, that's really funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so did you know that apparently there are some countries that don't follow the Gregorian calendar? Uh, no. So it's like but April. I don't, it's like what October right now? I guess I don't know. Um, because it this article like how, said uh the Gregorian, which is used in the majority of countries around the world, but that makes that implies that there are some countries that don't follow it but that confuses me i will do more research on that do that um not today though um right so now, let's pause this and get going on that <laughs> anyway but yeah it's leap day also fun fact i have a cousin whose birthday is february 29th oh, so they're turning four on you this know weekend? he's turning uh six okay. nine nine he's nine. turning nine okay um and yeah so i just it's fun you know it doesn't happen that often yeah and I just thought I'd remind everyone yeah. that uh, Thursday is February 29th. Exciting times. Yeah. So March will not be the same like dates on the same days as uh, it typically is. Uh, Usually March and February oh, are the same. Correct. Yeah. I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm like, not what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sorry. I didn't finish my thought. But usually March and February are the same. Like yep. Thursday's the first, when, yep. you know, yep, yep. but not this Changing year. It up. Good. So, do you have any plans for leap year? No. Are you gonna do anything fun with your students to be like, I'm hey guys? Probably will be like, it's leap day. This is your only time in your high school career that you'll be uh, <laughs> at leap true. year at school. I mean, except for Jimmy over there, he's got a couple <laughs> years in him still. <laughs> I won't say that. <laughs> you should. <laughs> uh, uh, best no. three years of his life, ninth grade, right? 
ninth grade, the yeah. best three years of his life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I have. Okay. Is that Thursday's leap day? Uh, I want to uh, do a, just a quick announcement. One, uh, we this episode is going to drop on a Wednesday. On Friday night, if you're a volunteer at like we are doing Volunteer Appreciation Night uh, at the Tri-State Americans. I would love to have you come out. Um, message me via email. You should have gotten an email via Planning Center already that says, hey, don't forget. Um, if you want to come, let me know. I have a certain amount of tickets. I'll get more if I need more. But um, yeah, we're taking over Section J. I said R in the video, and mm-hmm. I looked, re-looked at the tickets, and I'm like, oh, it's it's J. So <laughs> anyways, that doesn't matter because you no, just don't find the seat until you get there anyway. Yeah. So um, a lot of fun. Should be great. Victoria's coming to town, and uh, yeah, it'll be fun. So nice. come out. 7.05 is the time for that. And then also, uh, I am going to get uh, the film and theology and pub theology schedule back up and going. Uh, and it's been off for a little bit, and that's just my apologies. Life got busy and everything else. Um, and so the, we are going to be doing that next month. And I just found the documentary that I'm going to use for our first one. It's, and it's, uh, uh, Nalveni, uh, the, the Russian guy who just got uh, assassinated in a Rome in a oh, Russian wait, Alexia prison. Navaldi? N- Navalny. Is that what it is? Yeah, Navalny. Uh-huh. I'm saying it wrong. Yeah. Uh, they just did a, a really great, uh, documentary mm-hmm. out on him. I think I heard about that on NPR. I'm super pumped about it. It's yeah. going to be freaking great and relevant <laughs> and awesome. So, um, Anyways, come out for that. Nice. Uh, uh, it's not. Uh, it's it's a couple Wednesdays from now, so yep. I'll, I'll give you more information. Keep your eyes out in the weekly this week, and or go on the um, community marketplace, and that should be updated uh, with the times involved in that. And if you've never been a part of a, one of our film and theology nights, we come together, we watch a documentary together, we sit around a circle and dialogue afterwards about what it might mean for theology and life, and uh, then go from there. All right. Perfect. I think that'll do it for this week's episode. Say something interesting. Part five of our, per our last email, or per my last email series is uh, this Sunday. We'll be closing that off with communion, 9, 15, and 10.30 in person at the Uptown Theater, online, anytime at eastlaketricities.com or via our app. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye.